All right. So, do you want to talk about kombucha? Kombucha? Sure. Do you drink kombucha? Once in a while. I think it's kind of even. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, again, it's a little expensive, but it's kind of a fun treat once in a while. Do you know how it's made? Fermenting tea? Yeah, sort of. What else? They ferment tea, and then what happens? Some like fruit juices and tea get fermented with natural probiotics. Yeah, yeah. Actually, what, what, I did this video about the the nematodes. You know, we I, we mentioned it in the in the. Uh, oh yeah, that was cringe festival. Yeah, cringe. But I mean, millions of views. Oh. Like like uh, the TikTok video has seven and a half million views. Oh, my tummy's just turning around in circles thinking about those little wriggling nasties. Over two million views on instagram like like everybody like it captured the imagination of a nation that that video Mm -hmm. for some reason but it it really got me into looking at kombucha what it is you know obviously uh worms in kombucha is like an aberration it doesn't really happen especially in this in these um uh factory made or you know commercial blends but it really got me thinking about like well, what is kombucha? Why is it so expensive? Like comparatively to other drinks, it also seems like it's a new gold rush. Because like what's happening is like like you know like Health Aid. They recently got a investment from Coca Cola, like twenty million dollars is invested into Health Aid uh, from the Coca Cola uh-huh. Corp. Uh, Kivita is owned by uh, PepsiCo. I think they bought it for like two hundred and thirty million dollars. And, uh, you know, I, I looked about at health aid, like, I'm, you know, the other situations are probiotics actually good for you and, other, you know, situations like that. And it hasn't necessarily oh, been determined whether or not probiotics are good for you or not. As far as we know, they're not necessarily like, bad for you. It's just either they're like good for you or just kind of pointless. Is well, no, idea? they can be bad for you if you have a sensitive oh, stomach. Oh, if you have like, a, yeah, right. I see what you're saying. And then also, I when I drank it, I didn't like notice any difference in my life. Different types of brands that have a certain amount of culture. So let's say I was looking at all the, the I was comparing the three major brands. Health Aid, I think, has a billion cultures, one of one culture. Kivita has 2.5 billion cultures. Billion means billion like individual yeah, organisms per bottle? Bacteria cultures. And then wait, it's that you don't mean it's like, is it in is all kombucha the same bacteria, like species of bacterium or are they different ones? Or is that like they use they use they use different. And then GT is like nine times more than than uh, like like nine million. Excuse me, nine billion uh, bacteria. But but okay, so any any time you're messing with bacteria in food, you are running risks. I mean, I get I get that uh, what like cheese is made with bacteria, right? The commercial kombucha is usually black and green tea blended. And then they use like either sugar. Health Aid uses cane sugar. GT uses kiwi juice. They use a thing called a SCOBY. SCOBY is bacteria and yeast. And it's, it's a SCOBY stands for a symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast. And what happens is they take the scoby the tea and the sugar and they ferment it anywhere between 14 and 30 days and it creates a fizzy fizzy be- beverage mm-hmm. and they don't 
get it fermented all the way. It, like it'll turn to vinegar if it's fermented all the way. It's only fermented partially. So us obviously some, you know, kombuchas have a vinegary ish taste, but yeah. it, but they, it's still sweet. So they retain some of the sugar in the drink. And then what they do is afterwards they add more sugar as in more like fruit juice or some other, like I think uh, health aid is 10% juice so that they'll add different flavorings. So then that's where you get the, you know, pink lady yeah, apple and the, uh, you know, the, the berries and the cranberry. So that's all, all just flavors. added juices for flavor. It's not, it's not fermented with the juice. The other interesting thing about kombucha is all the probiotics are actually added later. Always or just in some cases? Well, I'm not sure about GT because it's a raw, it's one of the only raw products that, mm, but, but again, but since, and, and probiotics are created when these, the fermentation, the, yeah, when the fermentation processes is, is occurs. But let's say like with health aid, they pasteurize and kill off all the bacteria, and then they add the probiotics later. And I do think that it's like the situation is with, let's say, like um, GT, where they say, you know, 9 billion cultures. There are certain supplements that they add to the kombucha so they can maintain a regularity with their product because the fermentation process is more random. You can't get a complete... Yeah, a you know. uniformity of results. There's no argument to be made that kombucha isn't vegan, is there? Because it's not like an animal in there, really. Well, it's bacteria. I mean, I get I mean, that it's not a plant. It's bacteria. I guess bacteria aren't really sentient, so... I know, a lot of vegans are just guzzling the, the, um, the, the kombucha. kombucha. Well, anyway, so... This Tech whole... companies sometimes have it on tap as like a little fancy thing. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that. Well, so anyway, this this kombucha got me down that rabbit hole, and all kombucha journeys end, begin, end with GT Dave. All roads lead to GT all, Dave. All roads lead to GT Dave, and and I don't, I you know, it's kind of thing where. I mean, I kind of know what he looks like, and I kind of, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I've kind of seen him around. I've seen him in social media circles. I've actually know some influencers who have done videos that, that he's been in part of. So, so I've huh. seen him, you know, he's like, a, he's in his 40s. And so GT Dave is a pioneer. He started the kombucha, the kombucha industry as we know it. He started brewing kombucha when he was 15 years old in his wow. uh, parents' kitchen or in, I guess in his bedroom or something. I mean, and then <laughs> he would deliver kombucha to Air One. It seemed like he was kind of a um, privileged kid. He was like a Beverly Hills kid. He went to Beverly Hills mm -hmm. High. And he also makes a lot of appearances on social media. Mm -hmm. um, have you seen anything? I, I think I remember directing you to uh, GT. I saw that uh, Forbes video that was like very cinematic. He, he reminded me of like a P.T. Anderson character, you know, because he's like, um, you know, that like P.T. Anderson has these like guru types who you, they're sort of unreliable narrators. You don't know what to expect. And it was amazing how like cinematic and austere the Forbes video like made his world out to be. 
like you know he's occupying these big pristine sterile expanses and there's no other characters in the video so it's just like this one guy professing you know <laughs> professing his um his worldview yeah, it's no, I, I, that that video looks like it was paid for by J, uh, G, uh, GT. You know, it looked like it. Or it either looked that, like or sponsored. he just had all the locations himself, and he invited the their you know Forbes camera crew in, and they were able to achieve something cinematic because he had control over the locations. So yeah, GT GT Dave is a billionaire. Okay, mm-hmm. he, he he is the first kombucha billionaire, and that particular place where they shot that Forbes video. Also, there's an influencer, a very popular influencer that did a video there. They call it the Kombucha Lair. And it's this yeah. big house in Beverly Hills on the top of a mountain that has all this Beautiful modern house. art. And supposedly he owns three houses that are like next to each other. And so that one house is, I guess, the place where he brings people in or he's, he promotes his synergy, kombucha, etc. there. And and so it so, does look very sterile and unlived in. And he's he's wearing like designer clothes, like you know the Gucci belt. And then he's driving a supercar. He's flaunting his wealth, you know, in in a way in this situation. I mean, I guess he's proud of where he he built. I mean, in some ways that is kind of. I mean, it's kind of this American dream of somebody you know starting out when they were fifteen and building this empire. Mm. Owning forty percent of the kombucha business in the United States, which is, is wild. Impressive. Yeah. Okay. So, and then okay. So the other situation is is that there was a recent judgment mm. that brings dark clouds on the horizon. More than just dark clouds, but but uh, but but uh, there was just a recent judgment that really brings a different perspective about. G.T. Dave and his company, uh, L.A. Superior Court Judge William Heiberger found that G.T. Living Foods hired workers without legal status so they can be intimidated and abused. And many of these workers were subjected to deplorable, abusive and disturbing working conditions. Um, and uh, workers have reportedly worked 14-hour shifts without adequate breaks or overtime pay. Uh, reports of retaliation. Also, there was reports of overheated rooms and unsanitary conditions. And GT Living Foods was ordered to pay more than $450,000 in restitution to 11 workers for failure. Which is a drop in the bucket compared to that company. I, that might just be the tip of the iceberg because there's more lawsuits. Yeah, coming. yeah. There's there's actually three phases to this lawsuit. This is the first one. I think it was it, it covers between 2012 and 2014. There's another lawsuit that covers 3,600 workers. So so situation is is that apparently, I mean, obviously, uh, according to this ruling. Uh, GT Dave is um, exploiting his workers in in mm. like the, in the worst way ways the, possible. The judge in the article said his testimony was not credible. I see. I don't know. You know, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. I'm just saying what the judge claimed. Yeah. What what GT Dave said. This is his quote: "Small family owned businesses like the, uh, yeah, I know. Small family owned businesses like this one are under attack." on a regular basis by unsubstantiated claims. 
what do we do? Stop drinking GT's kombucha? I don't know. But it's good, and it's also priced mm. less than uh, Health Aid. You're saying it's priced less and is packed with more probiotics. He kept the prices yeah, low because of the yeah, way that's he how made he kept it. Them low. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the answer. Um, I've had the other. I've never had his version. I've had the uh, competitors. I must have had his at some point. I think people need to know if you know and be aware and make the choice if if this doesn't align with their beliefs. I mean, if. I mean, I guess you could shrug your shoulder and say, I really like the kombucha. There was others also, I mean, there were also allegations of some really unsanitary things. Like, I guess there was the one. The sweat thing? Yeah, yeah. There, was, there, was, there was supposedly retaliation where um, a worker, I guess, was complaining about, uh, you know, the conditions. And there was retaliation where the, the worker claims that they were put in a very, very hot environment and then in a very in a cold, cold environment. environment. And then there was also allegations that uh, workers were actually, it was so hot in the fermentation room that they were actually sweating into the um, fermentation tanks where the tea was. Yeah, if that's true, ew, gross. I don't want to drink it anymore. I don't want to drink someone's sweat. The other, the, the other situation is, I guess, you know, obviously GT, Dave doesn't want to incriminate himself, and I'm sure he has lawyers and people that are telling him to, um, you know, you know, whatever stay the course whatever i mean if it's just going to be on you know in articles um he can maybe control his social media um uh, by uh, you know by, by yeah by... i'm surprised he didn't just pay all these people off and make this all go away like the fact that it's going to trial um is looks really i mean it exposes him to a lot of bad press considering the judgments were so low like strategically, they, they well, this they, is I'm surprised okay. They didn't okay, this is the first judgment for $450,000 for 11 people. The okay. next lawsuit covers as many as 3,600 people. So Ooh. maybe that's maybe that's the case. The fact, yeah, that if it, you okay, you said for wait, wait, let's just do some math. You said how much for how many people, 11 people, and how much money? Uh, 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 almost a half million dollars. Okay, let's say half a million dollars divided by how many people? Eleven. Yeah, but it doesn't work that way. Like one person, I think, was uh, awarded like a hundred and forty thousand. Uh, fine, but I'm just saying we're averaging this out to forty five thousand dollars per person for a little more than that. Uh, how how many people are in the class action version? There is no class. Cla uh, there is no class action the larger right now. Version. But 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 the labor violations cover thirty six hundred people. Thirty six hundred people. So yeah, uh, if if this were to somehow like if all these people were to get that same average of the original judgment, it would be over one hundred and sixty million dollars. So yeah, it's, it's a lot of money at stake. But I, who knows if they have the same uh, level of claim as the original eleven? I don't know. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. Is this is this uh, paying for the damages, or is this adding punitive damages on top? I don't know the answer to that either. I know there's some really harrowing um, first first person accounts about what it was like to work at the the factory in Vernon. 
Yikes. And, and yeah, other- oh, right next to the slaughterhouse, Vernon is where they had the um yeah, those are if you're working in Vernon, like you're not having a good time. You're either working at the now closed Farmer John slaughterhouse or the <laughs> or the uh sweat lodge that is the kombucha <laughs> heater dungeon. I don't know. You know what's funny too? I saw a video that like a young kid, like like I, I feel that uh, G, uh, G T Dave is actually definitely held in very high regard by a lot of people. There was a situation it was like this kid did this video like when we decide to eat the rich, there's one person we're not going to eat, and it was G T Dave. Huh. Obviously, That's, before uh, the allegations came out, yeah, let's see or not how, just allegations. Uh, they're not just allegations. They are they, they are judgments. Yeah, they got a judgment. It wasn't even settled out of court. Um, yikes. Anyway, so on that Good note, <laughs> I, I think this is like a more more of a classic version of uh, vegan hacks. You know how I would like, I talk about, well, you remember how, you know, I I talk about something great, something awesome, something vegan, and I'd talk about like whatever, the dark side. You lure, you lure them in with the, with the good vibes and then you hit them with the truth. If this kombucha is really made with love, it needs to be made with love. Yeah, love your workers, bruv. I mean, at least dig, human dignity for the people that build your company and, and, and mm-hmm. are, are, you know, I, I mean, obviously, too, the, the, the situation with kombucha is it's also very labor intensive because they do a lot of the brewing in like five gallon tanks. Oh, not that's on very big small. tanks. And oh, so, you can't do it in vats. Also, the, the bacteria are doing a lot of labor. Yeah, but it's not just that. It's like kind of a situation, too, where I think, uh, like, let's say um, the GT kombucha is actually like fermented longer. So, like, I think the, the um, like, Health Aid, I think, is fermented 14 days, but mm-hmm. GT is fermented 30 days. So there's probably a lot of so movement of... Kombucha is so expensive. Well, also, you know, it's labor intensive, obviously. They have to move these big jars around and then get them bottled and mix them with the fruit juice and all sorts of things. I It's kind Yikes. of funny. The Forbes video just shows like a very high-tech situation where... Bigger vets. It looks like there's no employees. Yeah, that's what I said. It was. A, it's there, There's only one person, a human being, in all that entire five-minute video, and it's GT Dave. And then he's occupying these expanses, these sterile, symmetrical, um, Kubrickian expanses of space. Exactly. Very aesthetic. They took a... P- a P.T. Anderson character and put him in a Stanley Kubrick set. So I think that you would be a doppelganger for G.T. Dave. And I, I also like think, him. yes, you do. You have that same kind of like je ne sais quoi. I think that you just need to get some designer clothes and that would be your Halloween costume. Grow a mustache. Wear a little makeup. I think he wears a little makeup, right? Yeah, whatever, man. How, get in the your, video, you get your bottle of GT, and you can mm-hmm. be G, and then and then get your hair cut really short. And I think, and then mm-hmm. he wears these like short. mirror, like cop glasses. Interesting. Anyway, all right, man. Well, anyway, I think we did it, right? We did it. That's a thought. Yeah, so, we did something. We showed up. We talked. No, well, you know, I mean, I mean, I, I'm sure that I'm sure I'm sure some people are informed about this situation, so they can make it. Do we have listeners? Are people listening? 
Do we have one? Does it mean? I, I don't know what's going on. I'm just talking into a microphone. I think Mike's having an existential crisis right now. No, I'm not. I'm fine. Everything's okay. 